Go around, go around. The windmill hut is making sound. Live from the vapor waves. Wave vapor waves. <laughs> paper waves. Live from the, first. From the vapor wastes. On the vapor waves of the spinning stream, Nintendo Music Radio. Uh, it is I, uh, your host, Shiny Vacation, here to deliver another episode of uh, our favorite Nintendo discussion podcast. However, today, uh, as you may have noticed, things are twisted. And um, we're, <laughs> we're about to, uh, it's going to get a little sick in here. And get a little um, spicy, a little saucy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things are not what they seem. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna, we're gonna unveil yet another new segment because um, another well, one. I have been busy here working on new uh, new challenges for you all because it's great that we can produce content, but it's easier to produce content when you have new methods, and uh, we do desperately need content um, because not only is it essential to repairing the hut but also I can't find ski and that's very concerning I'm scared and um, I actually went to fire when I fired up the 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 hut's uh, mainframe today um, I got a uh, I got a little pop-up window and it's asking for a password and uh-huh. I surely remember the last 600 or however many episodes there are of this show. Oh. But at no point do I remember making a password for the hut itself to be um, reprogrammed. I'm trying to get into the admin panel, and I don't have the password, which is weird, because it's kind of my show. But it's possible somebody changed the password. It's possible that... Uh, one of you knows the password, um, but it is saying that I have, um, what episode is this? Six of our new season? Yes. This is episode six. <laughs> okay. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's saying that I have like 10 or 11 episodes to figure it out or it's going to lock me out permanently. Oh, stop, uh, stop just putting in like random passwords. Well, I have as many attempts. The good news is I can type in as many passwords as I want. It's just that it's giving me it's a little there's a little red number that's counting down. Try E G G E G G like egg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I've already tried all the all the all those those type things um okay any of you get that joke i figured zelda you know all these sorts of things but um i didn't uh, oh i tried entering my name as uh tota keke i tried entering my name as justin bailey that actually wouldn't fit um oh the the password i will let you know it is uh five six seven eight nine ten letters um so if you can get us that before our podcast is uh, permanently wiped from existence. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, I mean, I would love to continue the show. I, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. I think most of us are. Yeah. Not to mention that the windmill hut is kind of like the only sustainable and livable area for the next, oh, I don't know, 200 or so miles. 
Yeah, the vapor wastes are vast. Um, it would be much easier... It, this might be hard to believe. It would be much easier to repair the hut and make it into a sustainable living facility uh, than to try to move. We're also running yeah. out of movement within our range. Yeah, yeah. We keep having to go further and further out to get those power moons. And, well... No. Uh, we could use your help, listeners. If you're actually... If any of you know the password, uh, or if you figure it out in the next mm, four or five episodes, that'd be great. Yeah. Also, if you have seen Ski, that would help. Where is Ski? Uh, I, I... I don't want to be stranded in the neon flats forever. Ski, uh, turn on your location. I just want to talk. I can only look at, uh, like, Renaissance busts or classical busts for so long before I start to go insane. <laughs> I'll start talking to them. Oh, um, boy. So, anyway, talk, speaking of um, statues and being insane, uh, this next uh, segment is called The Wiki Mill Hut. Please donate today so that I can buy another yacht. <laughs> um, we need your help. If you use this wiki as a resource, we need your contributions. <laughs> um, and by your contributions, I'm specifically speaking to these spinning sages I have here, uh, which, if you'd all introduce yourselves. From the top. From the top. Oh, I guess I'm Blue Lenora. I'm Navi Fay. Mega Man 36. Uh, Dark Link 22. So I have five of you this, or four of you this time. Five, including me. Uh, and today's segment works this way. Some of us are familiar with a certain topic, and some of us are less familiar with a certain topic. And the people who are very enthusiastic about it are going to gush. And the rest of us are either going to clown on them a little bit, or we're just going to bask in it. Slightly, uh, confused. We'll be yeah. Mostly, we'll be most of my mood right now. It's a it's a learning segment, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it will be entertaining both both for listeners who, who are in either category, because the people who do know, they're going to be giggling along with people who know and the people who don't know they're going to be reacting and laughing along with the people who don't know so you know it's a weird thing we are talking about that is the thing it may be a little less funny this time because it's kind of a spooky it's a spooky think of it as a presentation on a special interest or a special topic that's you know very interesting to some of us but the rest of us Kind of under the radar. We made a PowerPoint. Mm -hmm. Yes. Audio PowerPoint. Audio PowerPoint, also known as a podcast. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so the good news is, the really cool cool part about this is that the people who are most interested in this thing are the people who have had the least speaking time so far on most of these episodes. Uh, So Blue and Moogs and Navi. So uh, if one of you would like to take it away, what are we talking about? Let's uh, let's start with a question. Who here have you heard of this thing online called creepy pastas? 
Yes, I watched a video of it the other day. <laughs> it's hot with the kids. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Tats top video, something like that. Is yeah. Top fifty well, weird ass creepy Yeah, and the story for this topic is is a little thing called Ben drowned. Ah. And as of because of why we're doing this, this year marks the story's tenth anniversary. I remember when I was a youth, and we eighty years. Yeah, like, like, how about like that other tiny question? It's like, what were you got? Where were you guys when the story was first made? Because oh, I was yeah. just finishing up middle school. For, I was fourteen. Uh, for, for reference, uh, this story originally came out in t- two thousand ten. So, for me, that would have been when I graduated high school and started my first year of college. Um. Okay. What was I? Ninth grade. I was in ninth grade. I was actually finishing up my first year of college and entering my second year. Mm. I was finishing up my second year of junior college, I guess. So I was actually about to go into my... I transferred from junior college to like a university. So it was like in that. Oh. Yeah, it's been a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and considering how many of these things kind of start, get off the ground, and then just stop abruptly, 10 years is a long time to suddenly be relevant again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, how about a question for Navi? It's like, why are we talking about this after 10 years of its conception? It's funny you should ask, because after ten years of radio silence, but I'm Oh my god. It's back. It's back out of the blue, starting somewhere mid-March of this year. All of a sudden, this story picked back up. Um, the YouTube channel that was associated with it became active again and has since posted at least a dozen videos related to the story, I believe. I didn't actually count, but it looked like about a dozen or so, maybe a little less. Yeah, that is about correct. So yeah, out of nowhere, it's just picking back up. Um, it went on an extended hiatus. Uh, Due to lack of funds, to, I believe, according yeah, to Jesus who is the yeah. creator of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He he did kind of go. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, off hiatus. the record, I suppose. Off yeah, the grid, um, I guess. Under the radar. Well, any one of those things. On, yeah, I, I believe he was working on other projects at the time. I don't really. Um, I have a personal theory as to why I think this one kind of stopped and why other things started, but that's neither here or there. But he did cite the main reason as being a lack of funds, which um, makes sense uh, considering what kind of ties into the second half of this story. Um, but it makes more sense to kind of start from the beginning. So, um, how do we want to start this then? Well, mm. why don't we, um, why don't we do a quick rundown of like what the original story like consisted of prior to all of this, um, new stuff. And, and like before it exploded into a different form. So, it, it, you know, creepypastas tend to just be a story 
But this one is notable for starting as a creepypasta, becoming an ARG, and now maybe resuming as another ARG. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's I think it's a continuation of that original ARG that started back in like I want to say 20, 2012-ish, 2011-ish, somewhere in there. That sounds about right. Um, but yeah, the original story that some of you may or may not be familiar with uh, started in 2009, 2010-ish. That was the general area where it started. Um, and it started as a creepypasta, which some of you may or may not be familiar with because this one kind of spawned a bunch of dupes. Oh, yeah. So this story, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I got to make sure I'm getting my names correct. Uh, because there yeah. is there is um, the character uh, who basically relays this. And it's it's almost in the same. Um, is it Jada Sable? Is, like the guy in Jadu- the story? Jaduzable. Yeah, Jaduzable. So he is actually the guy that is like, I mean, I just watched the video that is like a reenactment of this. He is the Mm -hmm. guy who is like interacting with the cartridge, right? Correct. Yes. So. Uh, It it starts as um, basically like it's it's portrayed to uh, the viewers, uh, the original portion of the story as um, kind of like diary entries uh, that were left on either a computer or a file for someone to read um, by someone online who goes by the username deducible. Uh, He started off um, at, I believe it was either a garage sale or through an ad on Craigslist, he found a box, a free box of Nintendo 64 items. Uh, So I believe the N64 and the cartridges uh, for free. Um... With adding a little bit of spooky factor, the cover the cover on the cartridge was gone, and all was there was the name Majora and Sharpie. Well, I mean, before you even get to that, the whole setup leading to it is really kind of weird. It's like this isolated yeah. house out in the woods, and some like I don't want to say like suspicious old man, but like something's kind of off. Uh, answers. Ans- yes. I'm 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 trying to read the um the the the. There is a Wikipedia page on this, by the way. Um. Yeah. So I mean, if if for what? Okay. A- as it says, whatever reason, you feel you feel compelled. He's gifted. A, he's gifted it by a disconsorting old man at a garage sale, mm-hmm. with the save data of the former owner on it. Correct. Okay. So, and it mean he makes it very in, like he makes it very apparent from the beginning that this old man is kind of odd. Um, he doesn't ask anything for the the game. Um, he just gives it to the player character. Um, and so they're like, okay, that's kind of weird. It has no cover, which is also kind of weird. But whatever, it's a free game. And it's Majora's Mask, so I'm gonna go home and play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of where everything starts getting weird. Do you want to do you want to tell us what happens when he gets home? 
So when he gets home, he decides to turn on the game and start playing it. And of course, like Navi said, uh, he sees the original save data of Ben on there and uh, he starts up his own game. He names himself Link. And is then the Ben he's... thing is the Ben thing from the guy, the old guy saying by Ben, is that part of the story or was that added for the, um, I want to say that my may have been added, but uh, it was get... actually it was actually mentioned in the original. Um, okay, creepy um, pasta. F- according to the Wikipedia page, the the first mention of the name is that the original save data was named it. Oh well, yeah. yeah. In in the reenactment we saw the guy when he's walking away with the box of games, the old guy goes, "Bye, Ben." Yeah, which yeah, is like, that was oh. the original story. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, so, go ahead. so he goes to play and everything's playing like normal, but he notices that all the NPCs are both calling him by his file name, Link, and by the other file name, Ben. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. Um, basically, I think after that point, he tried to do the fourth day glitch. Yeah, which, that's what he did next. Can yeah. you explain that one to me? Because I actually don't know how that works. So, oh, I can do it. Basically, if you like do this specific thing, it'll give you like an extra day um, to do everything. I can tell you how the glitch works. Um, okay. Basically, what you need to do is you need to go to the observatory. Um, mm-hmm. You need to wait until the just like wait right before the world ends in the game, and then as like the timer runs out, you look into the telescope of the observatory, and. Um, it kind of forces the game to go into a next day. It's not technically another day, and like um, half of like the NPCs are missing. Uh, the world's kind of weird, but yeah, it's it it in it, it kind of does it corrupt your save data after that, or does it just you can just return to it? You should be able to return to it. It's just okay. a glitch that happens. But yeah, it it yeah, it's and very simple to do. There's not a time limit on the fourth day, is there? No. no. You can and pray for and it forever. To tie in with the story for some, like I guess it's like a slight cliche. He managed to get it on the first try. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hard thing to do. You know, yeah. as you do. It requires very specific timing. Anyway, so he attempts this glitch on this cursed cartridge, right? And right. it happens, and he find Introducible finds himself alone in Clock Town with everyone gone, and. uh... He's actually unable to turn back time. So, and he hears the happy uh, mask salesman laughing repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. It, it starts um, off really corny, and, you know, yeah. as many of them do. Of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, were, the videos yeah. post- were the videos of this posted alongside the story chapters, or was. They were. Did that I think they were alongside them. Um, yeah, so originally when this uh, story started off, it started as these quote-unquote, like, diary logs, uh-huh. and then also um, deducible uploading videos to quote-unquote prove that this was actually <laughs> happening. It's not like it's actually yeah. a story, like, it's this is actual stuff that's happening in this particular cartridge of the game. Um, <laughs> you know. You cause... know, to give it that, well, to give it that, uh, give it that extra, extra you know, he yeah, has recording excellent. software to record everything he does on his N64. <laughs> um, 
Yep. <laughs> so then what happens, Moose? Well, dark. Okay. So in an attempt to uh, get a game over so we can essentially try to restart the game uh, without actually having to reset the console, uh, he tries to get Link to drown in a pond. And when he does, Link clutches his head, screaming as if he's, like, transforming with the masks. And uh, a screen flashes to depict the happy mask salesman, smiling and laughing. (laughs) And... The game also skip skip the part where it's like he for some reason teleports to where the skull kid is and yes. all he's doing is just standing there and when the when Jadoof's bull attacks him he is then hoisted into the air and then immediately set on fire, killed immediately killed by being set on fire and electrocuted and yeah. then what happens is that um, when it fades to black and then fades back into gameplay, you know how when it's supposed to fade back, you're probably set back to the last place before you died, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it fades back into the same room. Link is dead on the floor with the uh, with the Skull Kid just staring at him, floating <laughs> above, laughing. <laughs> and then, uh, if I remember correctly, it then just immediately cuts to black. And then goes back to the main menu where you see the spinning Nintendo 64 icon and then the main yep. menu of Majora's Mask. <laughs> and then the file yep. name also changed, too. Wait, yes. you, guys, you guys forgot the one important thing about this. You guys skipped an entire paragraph. <clears throat> Wait. Before all this happens, uh, the, he he's going through all like a hallway and then that statue appears before right this. he's so when he's when he's in the like messed up clock town part of it is that like is the is the is i think it's uh east clock town yes oh y- yes yes or no it's west clock town um he's being remember. followed by the statue that appears whenever you play the LG LG of emptiness yes. did did he play that no, oh, it just it, it uh, just happened. no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, no. And the initially he did not play it. Um, and the statue just kind of started showing up. Right. On its it own, first shows which, up. Um, he goes into the the dojo. Yes. And you're able to walk on an area that you normally can't, where because the dojo guy isn't there. Right. So he he goes up into the room behind him, which you can't normally access at all. And like while he's like dicking around in there, being like, "Oh, what's this?" Like. The the you know the elegy of emptiness, which is the song that in Majora's Mask makes a, a copy mm-hmm. of of whichever Link you are, whether it's you know regular Link or Deku Link or Zora Link. The the regular Link statue, which is a really creepy version of Link, uh, just kind of appears and yeah. and it it just and it starts to like box it. in. It, it started to box him in in the actual yeah. room, mm-hmm. and then he. Uh, and then as he's leaving, he actually hears Skull Kids just start repeatedly laughing at him. Mm-hmm. Isn't he, like, screaming, too? Isn't it, like, the, the moon scream? <sighs> I think it yeah. may have... At the, I think it was just the uh, the scream once, and then as he's, like, running to leave, then it was the laughing repeatedly. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because... It's, it's, it's very... What had happened... It's very was, early creepypasta. <laughs> yeah. What had happened was um, Link faces the camera, and then all of a sudden it cuts to like a split second of the Happy Mask Salesman, and then you hear like the screaming that Skull Kid does to summon the moon, 
and then you just hear him repeatedly laughing as Link is like running out of the of the uh, dojo. <laughs> yeah, it is a very yeah. clever yeah. thing. And and is this at this point? It's still only using text that's in the game, right? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, let's see. I want to see where I'm at right now. Does uh, anybody else want to want to tell talk about the yeah. next part? Yeah, I yeah. can. I have it. Um. Uh. I have it. Uh. uh the. Uh, the. Uh, Go for uh, it. Wikipedia. Um, your, so after all, all of this happened, the guy decides. Oh, this is. He's come to figure out that it the cartridge is possessed by the spirit of his previous owner, a boy named Ben, who had probably drowned. I'm guessing eight years prior. Um. Well, I don't know where he comes up with eight years he, prior, though. He comes up with this information because, uh, at least according to the version that I've I've been seeing through all this, is uh, he one of the every time he like dies from trying to get away from the statue, he's warped to another area that's also like pretty fucked up, uh-huh. and and one of the areas that he does is the Great Bay thing now or later. I think uh, the Great Bay is when where Link actually does the thing. Yeah, okay. Great Bay is like near the end of the okay. section. Okay, so I yeah. think I think at some point he the the reason he realizes he thinks that Ben drowned is because the first time he dies and has to go back to the menu, his file is gone. Ben is, Ben's is still there, but now the second file says drowned, and then it does the game over as like music at mm-hmm. the title uh, at the file select at the screen. file select screen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. It has um, not been doing whenever he died. Like whenever right. he. Would, Link would die. It would not be playing the death music. It would just be silent. Yeah. And then, after he realizes that all this stuff is going on with the cartridge, um, uh, the spirit of the boys starts contacting him f- through, like, his computer. Through, yeah. His computer uh, starts screen. talking to him through Cleverbot, which he's like, it's like, okay, I know there's, like, some one of those weird IT guys. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Very fine. I've got my um, computer. It's like, I'm not joking. I'm Really uh, yes. Uh, it's like, who are you? I'm Ben. It's like, who's Ben? He drowned. It's like, what? If it's, it's just messing. The spirit of Ben starts messing with him like really bad to the point where it's like it's just following him wherever he goes whenever he's using the internet. Yeah. To the uh, point where it's like he's just starting to get hysterical. Um. Yeah. He, the spirit starts using a thing called Cleverbot, which if you don't know is um, it's this weird AI that you can talk to and it talks back. It was popular back in the day. <laughs> Anybody? Yeah. Does anybody even like use Cleverbot anymore? I, I haven't. Right? I've used, used Eviebot. <laughs> What's it called? Cleverbot. It's yeah. Cleverbot? I used Eviebot. <laughs> um, so um, yeah. Basically, uh, at this point, it starts to shift a little bit um, from whatever's going on being centralized to this Majora's Mask cartridge and. and um, it kind of takes a leap into mm-hmm. cyberspace, the, I guess you could yeah. say, into it, the internet. Digital devil saga. Oh, no. Um, yeah, the spirit starts hijacking his computer. Um, he starts releasing a fake account of the story's narrative and resolution. 
Um, censor oh, what yeah, you do he to start, he's like, he literally, yeah, yeah, he just starts tampering with uh, the data logs that... Yeah, so to clarify, just to clarify, um, uh, essentially, this whole throughout this whole thing, he's posting videos of, of this happening, which are these really well-made mods that, of, of the game that are making mm-hmm. it look look haunted that and and then and posting basically like he's he's describing the events of what's happening outside of that and as this proceeds as he starts speaking directly to ben um ben Mm -hmm. starts editing his posts and people start noticing that because they're like oh oh fuck like like yeah like wait you didn't you didn't write that Mm -hmm. and then um after the week's events, Judiciable is never seen again. Um, and a final message is left from Ben, sort of, seemingly, saying a warning to who the heck is Matt? Who's Matt? So Matt is coming up next. Yeah, I okay. think that's leaping way ahead, yeah. actually, okay. because he he doesn't disappear until after the whole Great Bay thing. Mm. Yeah, so unfortunately, the synopsis from the Wikipedia page is kind of missing on some bigger chunks. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, which okay. I've I've been I've been noticing as we've been going through, but um, uh, the original device, um, or like the original like end goal for Jaduzable, as far as he could tell, was that he was convinced that Ben was trying to tell him something, um, and in order to do that, he had to pl- he he was basically being like thrown about the map like transported to different places by Ben in game, like actively screwing with the game while he was playing it. Um, and he was just basically trying to figure out what the hell Ben wanted. Um, He's using, using what's in Majora's mask, like in terms of assets to construct yeah. a, a narrative that would, in, that would deliver whatever this message was. Yes, exactly. Um, um which eventually could one, could did. One of you describe how that kind of what that kind of looks like, just for people who haven't seen the videos. Um, basically, any of that. Well, some of it looks relatively normal. It's clearly just like modded versions of Majora's Mask, but other versions of it, um, basically look like what we today would know as corruptions. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I where, what's that? Uh, uh, if I want, I, I, um. A YouTuber by the name of uh, Peanut Butter Gamer, Putty Peanut Butter Gamer, back when this, like a few years ago, actually used a, a Vine Sauce Corruption mod. I believe it's what it was called. And it, yeah, the stuff he got from that looks very similar to how the yeah, Ben Drowned it, looks. It's 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 basically uh, a corruption. It uh, an earlier version of a corruption, um, where things. Uh, all the sound bites are off. Audio is off. Like it's making weird pinging noises. Textures are textures are the correct and... ones, but they're like frayed. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like um, one of the most notable ones is where uh, he's playing in Iconic Canyon, and he's coming up to the Stone Tower Temple, and uh, is like bent sideways. Yeah, like yeah, that was when he was at the Stone Tower Temple. Degree. That yeah. was when he was like really losing it. 
So, so we're going a little yeah. all over the place. I just want to kind of narrow down then, like the sequence of events, just a little bit for people who mm-hmm. are uninitiated. Because this, mm-hmm. if this is the first you've heard of this, like first of all, that's kind of interesting. Second of all, um, <laughs> it goes uh, all over the place. It, yeah, it, it could be hard to follow. So, but essentially, his first encounter was with was with the weird town, and then the being chased by the statue. He eventually gets he gets unnerved by it. He turns it off. Um, and mm-hmm. he tries again. He starts having some different. Um, he gets. I think at one point he gets put into uh, into Termina Field. And yeah. Things yeah, are very. You see, like a small gathering with Skullkin, the Happy Mask Salesman, Epona, with the statue just standing there. Almost right. like a stand-in. Yeah, and Skullkid is like with his model from the end of the game, where he doesn't have the mask on anymore, but he's very pointedly looking away from everyone else. And, yep, looking at and, the town, and 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 the happy mask salesman is not animating at all. But whenever Link moves, his head follows. Oh, him. I hate yep. that. <laughs> yep. And, and and go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, and um, at that point, it leads up to possibly one of the most iconic uh moments of this creepy pasta that has been since quoted ever since. Like, oh yes. hilariously enough, uh, like actual text from within the game but it never carried that that much weight to it until this creepypasta came along um but basically during that encounter after about 30 seconds or so um link just bursts into flames and electricity and dies again is it because he played the song of healing yeah yeah it was um he played the song of healing because because it like prompted like he pulled out the ocarina and it made like a little like jingle like oh yeah you got it you're supposed to do this and so yeah he played the song of healing and burst into flames You know, as you do. Yeah. Yeah. Moves, you had something to add there? Oh, I was just agreeing with them. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, I wanted to, I, I was wondering if you if, if you wanted to uh, talk about, like, because uh, the songs are pretty significant here, right? The songs like, are. So, uh, I feel like, though, that the songs actually come mostly into prominence when right. it comes to the second arc. Right, but in the, in the, in the, in the, in the regular game versus this weird... Yeah, cartridge, cartridge. The the use of certain songs is like, sort of inverted, right? So like, right. He so plays like the usually, song of healing, thinking that it's going to help this ghost because that's what it does in Majora's Mask, right? And he is mm-hmm. immediately punished for his insolence, like exactly. Pretty it's much. Like, no, you're not supposed to be helping these people. You die for your actions. Yeah, and then you know, after you sit there and stare at Link's body for a bit, and it fades out, and you get that wonderful text. You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? <laughs> That's the thing, is that this po- the creepypasta made that phrase way more famous than it was, just from Majora's and- Mask. Exactly. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. The other extremely it, well-known it, it, phrase... It's, because it's of, practically a meme. The other extremely well-known phrase that came from the story was, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Where does- I, can, 
I can talk about that. That's kind of my favorite part of this. Isn't that go for it? Yeah, like I think that. Yeah, I think this quote came in like after he did that. Um, Was when it started being prominent. First off, a question: Isn't Uh that phrase in the actual game? I just can't remember where where it is. I don't. I don't know for sure. If it is, it's not in any place that's like super important. I know. Actually, I don't. Now that you mentioned it, I don't think it is. I think that's actually the first instance in which Ben spoke through the game without using in-game text. Right. Yeah, that was oh. why it was so creepy for part for part of it was besides just being really threatening. It, it it's also the first bit of text shown to the player that is not somewhere already written into Majora's Mask. Because whenever mm-hmm. whenever creepy text would happen, it was either from the wrong area or it was just visually distorted, like all the. Yeah. All the letters mm-hmm. were just messed up and you couldn't read it. Mm-hmm. But you could tell from bits and pieces of it that it was still like lines from places in the game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he plays the Song of Healing. And I, maybe I have my sequence of events wrong, but um, and that this is where this is where he he's again sent back to the 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 main um, area. And then I think so then he I think he ends up in a really creepy version of Icona Canyon, which is already really creepy. Oh yeah, already. And Fair. the music- uh-huh. The music there is distorted even more than it already normally is, and it, it it's like just really unnerving. And yeah, he, I think actually, wait, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. At some point here, he plays. Oh, okay, wait, I remember now. When he plays the song of healing, then he's taken to Great Bay, and he mm-hmm. he note noteworthy is when he was in Terminus Field and there was that gathering. Uh, there was the Happy Mass Salesman, the Skull Kid. The statue uh, and uh, Epona, and Epona is facing the gathering, right? Right. E- Epona is there at Great Bay when he gets there, oh. but it, it's facing away. It's facing the the ocean, um, and uh, essentially, when he when he gets there, he's got the Zora mask on, and he's like, "Okay, uh, what does he want me to do? Like Ben, what do you want? You know?" And he goes <laughs> down. He, he 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 kind of sits there for a sec with it, trying to figure out like why is Epona in this weird spot. And essentially, um, Epona is facing is facing um, uh, kind of out into the bay. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna do a search here just because I just want to make sure because I because I'm looking at it now and I'm like, oh, okay. So Great Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. He. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so he swims in the direction that the opponent is facing, and it's real. It's nighttime when he spawns there, so it's really dark, and you can see things on the bottom of the sea, but you can't tell what they are. And he like turns around because he's like, "Wait, what? What was that?" And mm-hmm. like yeah. he he drops down to the bottom. He walks up to it, this black shape, and he's like, "No, fuck no!" And he like goes into first person view, and then he uses the Zora magic thing to like make some light. And it's just, it's the statue. And there he yeah. is again, just at the bottom of the ocean. And then uh, Zora Link starts choking to death and mm-hmm. um, yep. drowns. Drowns. A Zora drowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, then, brought, he's, he's brought back to, the, back to the title screen. He, he is now in, he, he gets back to uh, Clock Town. Um, he's, he's realizing this is, this is Ben, Ben drowned. That's, this is what I'm supposed to learn from this is that Ben died and Ben is dead and that he, he drowned. And so now he's he's freaking out because he's like, this must be, this must be some kind of, uh, you know, 
I, I, I don't believe, I'm not superstitious. I don't believe in ghosts. But now he's like, I'm, I'm stuck with it. And yep. uh, he, at this point, he, he like leaves a post and the people that are reading these posts, like in real time, they start giving him suggestions about what to do, right? Because they're, mm-hmm. they're playing along. And a lot yep. of people are telling him because he because the statue is what appears when you play the Elegy of Emptiness. They're like, dude, why don't you play the Elegy of Emptiness? <laughs> and um, I mean, I think um, the majority of people are like, dude, that seems like a bad idea. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. It will just summon more Ben, right? But so uh, he plays the song. And uh, now he's appearing in the guy's dreams and on websites when he like hovers over ads, they turn into Ben's face when he looks in his email. Oh, God. Ben is everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, at some point, he does it in the game, like as a fuck you to Ben, like to get like, like he's there. I think he's in, is he in the moon area when he does it? Um, I think. I don't think so. I think... Let me see. It says that he plays the LG of Emptiness, um, but in the video, the thing that I that I remember seeing is mm-hmm. immediately the screen goes black and it says, you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And then he is warped to a bunch of areas in the game where everything, all the text is replaced with, you shouldn't have done that. Like, he gets a rupee. It says, yep. you shouldn't have done that. He talks to yeah. him. He uh, was actually uh, getting warped to areas in uh, Ocarina of Time. Right. Gradually, he gets pushed further and further back in Ocarina Link's life, basically. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. no longer in Termina. He's in Ocarina. And then, eventually, he's at the mask shop, which is really creepy. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, oh, what's wrong, Dark? What's I've wrong? Never, I've I like I've seen the videos, but I've never gone this deep. All right, well, yeah, well, no, there's a lot to pretty, it. Yeah, it's a really deep story. Well, we're, we're things, almost there as far as the uh, as far as the original story, though. Things well, change mm-hmm. at post four, everyone. <laughs> post four is where it gets real. Yeah, <laughs> post, post the fourth post he makes on September twelfth, twenty ten. Um, Which isn't even posted by him; it's posted by his roommate. Right. He's a supp- yep. job deducible as a character is a college student who has not been going to class and has not been leaving his house because he's haunted by Ben. And yeah. um, like, his roommate is saying he's taking the semester off is what he said. And uh, can you tell me like what, like where it goes from there? Cause this is sort of the end of the story for, a while, deducible, right? at least. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the end of the story for Deducible, at least. Deducible's um, last post before this says he's going to burn the cartridge, right? Yeah, yeah. So what he basically does is he kind of does that thing that a lot of other creepy pasta slash ARGs kind of did to be it in the afterwards, and like not like I don't want to say like in the same way that he did it, but like it became like a popular segue carry on a story if a certain character suddenly like disappeared um is that he basically said i'm taking this cartridge with me to destroy it and this last post is being uploaded by my roommate from a file that i left for him and that's it that's where the story left off for i think it's about two days and then we kind of segue into the second part which is where it it, it's where it swapped from being a creepy pop Asta to an ARG. So we're now going into into the second arc, is is what you're saying now. 
Yeah. So, yes. so let's take a quick a twi- quick pause here, and before we go into that, there are some details that will be important later that we we might want to mop up about yep. this first part. So I think the things that we maybe didn't mention that do come up are. Uh, at one point, he mentions that he is tra- tra- transported to the moon field, and um, mm-hmm. the, but the, the moon, moon children, children aren't there. They're not there. Um, yes. Ben Ben corners him at the tree, and that's when one of the times he dies. Um, yep. It at toward the end, he starts getting different messages from Ben saying things like uh, "join us" or like, like really creepy stuff like he's going to be basic like basically like he's about to join Ben in the cartridge more or less the, the yeah. like, um but but for some reason he when he first mentions earlier on in like one of the first posts that the the children the moon children are not present um yeah. when when Ben starts messing with him later that's one of the things he deletes from his post so it becomes clear that Ben doesn't want anybody to know about that detail yeah that there's a lack of moon children and then another thing that sort of is important, or maybe maybe isn't important, but is just sort of like a spectacle. And you mentioned this earlier about him him being turned sideways when he's in um, Stone yeah. Tower Temple, and he has like this look on him where he's like he's already dead. Yeah, he looks like he's been snapped in half. Like he he's basically his body is normal except that the up his torso and up is like at a forty. It's like 90 at a ninety degree, degree angle. angle. Yeah. It's it's very it's very uh, uh, concerning. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, he's he's sorry. I just one more thing. He, yeah, don't no, go for it. When he's trying to figure it, he's trying to um, when he goes back on his like his like final like encounter with Ben. Essentially, is he he tries to like end it in a way. So he he's taken to st- uh, stone not Stone Tower Temple but Ikana. Yeah. He has. He has very specific and un like weird and like hard to actually see in the regular game combination of things in his inventory. He specifically mm-hmm. does not have certain songs. He does not have the Elegy of Emptiness. He does not have uh, the Song of Healing. He doesn't have the Song of Storms. That's kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and no one ever mentions that actually. Um, and then he has like four poes and bottles or something. Yeah. It's a weird combination. He's got random ass masks. He's got, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's miss. He has like the great fairy sword, but then he's missing a lot of other things that you would have to have. Um, and he, fact, he basically, to be honest, he probably shouldn't even have had the, another weird thing is that he probably shouldn't even have had the great fairy sword probably around that time. Depending right, on when that's that what I'm file yeah. takes place. Yeah, it's it's very it's a very weird because because he doesn't have LG of emptiness. The Great Fairy Sword you need you have to get all the fairies in Stone Tower Temple, so you can't get in Stone Tower Temple without the LG. So you know his basically he takes this as a hint from Ben to go learn the LG of emptiness. So he goes talks to the King of Ikana, gets the LG, plays it the first time, and then is a attack. He is frozen in place, stuck in a wall, and then is uh killed pretty like weirdly gruesomely by Gomez. (laughs) 
which is this yeah. boss that is way awesome for Midro's mats that no one talks about. Um, yeah. It's basically like a Grim Reaper made of like a thousand bats. bats. Yeah. Oh, like, but the, yeah. That but guy. The, the scary well, thing about that. In the Zeldaverse keys. The scary thing about that uh, encounter, though, is the fact that the entire room turns like a like a purple mist where you can barely see what's going on except for like the outline of his face. And yeah, then all you of a sudden just he just something dies. creeping toward him and then you just hear this like And it's this, like for like, an added bonus of detail, you when you look up at his health, it's like he had like still like half his hearts. He had a lot of health, yeah. And then yeah. like uh he you hear this wet slash and like he's just dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you actually do see like actual blood spray too. Which Another thing, very strange. Um, and so, yeah. so anyway, the hyper-realistic the, blood. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, another thing that is maybe important to this, and I'm not sure. It, it seems like the kind of thing that would come up later in an ARG. But um, when sometimes when he died, it would say dawn of the first day or dawn of the final day. But usually toward the end, it says dawn of the new of a new day. Yeah, which is what it normally says. I think when you do the fourth day glitch, or no? Yes. It's usually and, when you do the fourth day glitch or when you beat the game. Okay. And so at one point there's like a barcode underneath one of them too. It's really fucking weird. Um, mm-hmm. Other details. I think that's about it. I think that is, is essentially everything you need to know up to this point. It's kind of a confusing story the way we're telling it, but, but essentially yeah. all, all that's yeah, really happening way, is. The, honestly, the best way to understand what's going on. Like, instead of listening to us, you can actually read the story. Yeah, you can read the story. And it, it actually, um, I've, I've never read just the story. Um, but, like, if you watch the videos, it makes a lot of sense. As yeah, it, you know, I, like... it, yeah, definitely, at least, when watching the videos is does it more justice than us trying to describe them. And, and not, <laughs> not like, only, if you want to listen to someone like... read, like, tell you the actual story, there is this guy that that navi actually did tell us about his what's his name again next path yep yeah uh, there's, there's actually a, there's, there's actually also a couple Mr. of them yep there used yeah, to be a lot of different people doing videos about it but um this morning we all watched next pose uh basically did like a documentary version of it um which, which is quite fascinating very fascinating also, good background info there's mm-hmm. also mr creepypasta oh yeah Oh, yeah. yeah, I I listened to his that. reading last. I listened to his reading last night. So anyway, I seen that video. Let's get to. So the yeah, you got you got a couple of people to choose from if you want to listen to the story, people. Yeah. So let's keep on going. Yeah. Uh, you you talk about the ARG because this is the part I think you know more about. I did, bit, I didn't yeah. even know it was. I thought this was the end for like the last ten years. I thought this was the end. Literally, what a lot of people thought. Literally. Yeah. I just heard about the these next two parts today. Same. So. Okay. Um. So before we do get yeah. into the second portion, real quick, I do want to also make mention of it because I feel like we did kind of gloss over it a little bit. But um, basically, the whole second half of like the first arc, which is all like the text logs and all that stuff, it's very, very clear that Jaduzable is being manipulated by Ben, mm-hmm. um, both virtually within his computer, like messing with files and um, like barring access to certain things like he can't go to YouTube or he can't do this, or he's basically forcing Jaduzable to play through the game again because he's manipulating him saying, well, I have something to show uh-huh. you. Like 
he he like there's clearly an ulterior motive but you can't tell what it is so like like there's a lot of manipulation going on on the part of ben both um in the physical world and in a virtual sense so so you're not really sure which what what sources to trust when you are speaking with a character in this as you enter the ARG. Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. The all the um the, the, this first part of the story is on the creepypasta wiki. They also have all the logs from the clever bot texting between him and the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um it's an interesting read, but it doesn't go any further than that. The ARG is not on the creepypasta website. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't really do much as far as archiving an ARG unless you watch someone who's done an in-depth analysis on it on YouTube like Nexpo or Nightmind or someone like that. Those are the two that come to mind because they have both done really good in-depth analysis of the ARGs up until the point where it stopped. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Moogs, go ahead and get us, get us there because it's, it's the exciting part. Okay, so a couple days after all of this happened, in Jaducible essentially went missing, a uh, website popped up. You it shouldn't actually, have done that? Yes. Net? It was found through, I think, just like, I forget how it was found. For some reason, I'm forgetting all this stuff that there I was literally some just kind watched. Of clue. There was some kind of clue or cipher. Um, it was in, in the edited posts... Of, yes. of the YouTube mm-hmm. videos, right? Because the YouTube videos were, um, uh, like those those had descriptions which in- contained like stuff that yep. was relevant, right? And uh-huh. and someone found the website through that. Yes. So basically, they found out that if they went to it was you shouldn't have done that dot net. Uh, it forwarded you to this website. That was about a cult called the Moon Children, and uh, basically, it, it kind of had to do, I think, with the missing Moon Children that weren't at the Moon in the game. But it was sort of like, I guess, none of it was dressed up in imagery that was directly from Zelda. Exactly. But it was all it was. It all looked like it was all similar images so like like it was about moon a cult that called themselves the moon children but it wasn't showing pictures of the moon children it was like it was like somebody it was like a real like you know the website is actually intentionally a little tacky like it's kind of like a cult website like it has these like very like ethereal looking like fantasy field images they did have those but they also matched somewhat matched with the same areas from uh, almost said Link's Awakening, Pachora's Mask. <laughs> <laughs> Similar. Yeah, they have like um, they have you know a giant moon in the background, but then the foreground is a field with one tree on a hill. So you know, well, it's, it's actually two trees on like a on on like two different hills. It was one of it, the pages has a different one. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's very like all of those images seem really unremarkable, but like they are definitely part of the right their clues right because mm-hmm. uh there was one point where if you clicked on that image that had the moon on it with the tree that looked like it was from the moon if you clicked on it it showed a picture of a canyon which was supposed Icona to be icona canyon yes and uh it was from there that uh once you, 
I think it was from when you went to the search portion of the website, so you could look up different keywords about anything that could be on the website. Uh, I think from there, they took the... Uh, they went into the metadata of the website and they noticed that there was a picture that wasn't seen anywhere and it was of something that was called kelbris.jpg it's a really spooky Which, picture it yeah really don't look it up <laughs> it's yeah. not like gory or anything but it's just a very it's creepy, disturbing it's a disturbing looking like humanoid monster creature it's, mm -hmm. it's like a guy who's sort of like a mangled, bloated kind of dude. In yeah, there. I don't want it. It's really dark. It. It's really dark too. Um, and he's got like this kind of vacant look in his eyes. Anyway, yeah. It, apparently, was... Kelpris also goes by the name of the Father. Yes. Oh boy. So, so that's another big. The, the Father comes up, I think, even in the in the creepy pasta, right? Yeah, I believe so. A... Oh, it does. I'm just gonna call him Pinwheel. <laughs> <laughs> so so um. um so, so Moogs, um, I think the, what you're thinking of is at the bottom of some of those pages, like the search and whatnot, yes. there were little like one sentence things that like were kind of hard to notice, but they were essentially ciphers that pointed you around to different URLs if you could decode them. This is right. Apparently this is how ARGs work. <laughs> um, like I, I, I've never participated in one, but like the ones that I've paid attention to they always have this other layer going on with that that the participants know about that I don't really grasp, which is this kind of mathematical right. or like um, linguistic kind of like literal riddles, like ciphers and things. Because mm -hmm. like uh, there was a cipher for the picture that led to Kelbris, and uh, it was a cipher that was on a tab that said EQ, WQ, LK in a bunch of different letters and it translated to my eyes they took my eyes and the image that it led to was to kelbris which and um kelbris also appears as the 404 image for the site right uh, i believe so so what you're saying is this is a uh this is what bloodborne was based off of <laughs> <laughs> you never know um, it, it just sounds like it just sounds like something Bloodborne would do. I I believe, uh, and from there, um, if when you kind of go around the site a little more, you learn that Kelbris actually has great significance within the cult. Yes. Um, as a prophet, if you would like to expand upon that a little bit. So basically, they had different apocalypse theories that were on the website that they uh, that they kind of like believed was true and they had of course the Mayan prophecy the 2012 yeah. prophecy and then they had one at the very end that was called the Luna prophecy mm -hmm. which is like and their it, version of it as a cult exactly so uh, let me see yeah. you have to remember that this was before 2012 which I you know you know living through that era I totally forgot about like there was supposed to be an apocalypse then you know yeah I lived through three <laughs> oh yeah you lived through Y2K too yep <laughs> so uh, trying to remember like uh, I know how the story went but I don't know who the well no it was uh, okay so uh, basically 
what had happened was apparently the goddess Luna talked to Kelbris herself, stating that uh, the world was going to end. And uh, basically, it was just to like tell, I think it was to tell people what was going on and to get the word out about it. And then by the end of it, Kelbris was found dead, electrocuted in water. And uh, oh, basically, she had became a martyr for the cause of the moon children. And they worshipped yeah. her as if she was a god. Um, I think it's also imp- very important to note um, that this cult, the lunar children, the moon children, um, yes. they basically refer to themselves as like these chosen children by the mother Luna who are like spiritually gifted. They're on a slightly higher plane than normal humans and they have been chosen to survive this apocalyptic event that has been prophesized and foretold by Kelbris. Another thing that was noticed on the website as well is that you'll see sort of like a a, uh, a list of all of the members who are there. And there was mm-hmm. one in particular that was blank. And that was because they had just ascended. They had just done their ascension, right? Oh yeah, the ascension, yeah. which uh, is thought to be by most people uh, sacri- ritual sacrifice, uh, exactly similar to what yeah. happened to um, uh, well, Jeducible. Right um, now, now one thing that is sort of integral to all of what we're talking about is there's a page that is like the it's sort of like the public forum, like there's basically a bulletin board. Yes, which they With don't moderators not, and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's not really a thing that is done much on the internet anymore. But like, because this was like a tacky like uh, cult website, you know, and like very mm-hmm. like 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 you know back from back when p- there were more than three websites. Um, yeah, it, it it has all the trappings of like you know um, like I think at one point like the big bad of this publicly posts like uh, oh i needed i was i mean i've been meaning to edit such and such off of the site but i i don't know how to do it um so somebody help me with that like like yeah. almost like an old person who doesn't know how to use the technology yeah which, yeah. which almost makes it a little more genuine just because it's like is if like you know it, ben died right as a little kid and when yeah. he died none of this would have been uh like uh common knowledge so it's that's actually like a really interesting like attention to detail but yeah uh, the, the forum is full of posts by these people all of their avatars they all have like weird avatars the ones that have photos of themselves in their avatars they're all wearing masks and like right. weird masks um what the yeah. the admin who is named drowned is wearing a gas mask um which gives me zero escape vibes actually yeah uh, <laughs> oh yeah 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 if you hover over the the gas mask it turns into ben um so that's Wait, creepy. are you actually on the website right now no this is all from the video um oh yeah. okay good. and and the uh, website the... is the website is still up by the way um however it has been archived yes okay. uh it is effectively just yeah it, in, in online limbo. 
Yeah, and so um, things that are that people noticed during this game were that uh, you know gradually the the descriptions for the bios and the posts of people who were involved with this moderators were gradually edited and like made blank or whatever uh, as they ascended. Also, uh, the identity of one of them, Ifrit, uh, is pretty much narrowed down. It like that is jaducible. That is who I think in the story his real name is Matt. Or, well, it, or I think no. I think what it is is his name is Ifrit on the forums, and his uh-huh. real name is Matt Hubris. Right. So it, his yeah, his hubris. listed real name is Rodney. But he, what? but like he becomes, but but somebody gets into a um, like like by solving all these little ciphers and things and finding hidden messages on the other pages, uh-huh. they're eventually directed to an email address and told said said something like if you ask the right question the way will open or something right right mm-hmm. and so they so people start getting in email threads with this person um, the email address is like it's like ifrit at whatever right it's like if it's yep. like clearly yeah. meant for him. But the person who is, but like the name of the person in like the, like the, like this, not the subject line, but you know what I mean? Like the recipient is Matt Matt Hubris, Hubris, which is like, I mean, there you go, right? Matt as in Jaducible and then Hubris as in, you know, uh, he got in too deep and that's why he's there. And, um, so around this time is where new videos start showing up, right? Yes. So yep. at at this point, uh, once the emails start taking place, uh, they're pretty much just asking him questions about what happened with Ben, uh, where's Jaducible, uh, and uh, basically just what can we do to help? And mm-hmm. uh, basically that's when they figure out that uh and this was also due to the fact of how youtube worked back in the days uh they started doing uh response videos to the different uh things that were happening in the game so say like if somebody played like the song of time they could reset everything where if something went horribly wrong and somebody died they could reset things and try something again so the yep. so the, they would the way you would play, or, or the, the way that you would participate in the ARG, was to go to one of the videos, taking basically like the the most recent video or whatever. Yes, um, mm-hmm. and you would send a reply to that video in which uh, you would be playing either Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time, and you would play one of the the Ocarina songs. And yeah. based on the meaning of that song in the game, like the original game, yep. um, it would influence what happened in, in the life. So, so people were just experimenting. Like people were just posting these things all over the place. And so um, naturally that led to chaos. Um, yeah. At one uh, point. And it <laughs> actively led to the disappearance of quite a few characters indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, at one point, if it is replaced by Rosa, who is, uh, I guess, Jaducible's sister? No, yeah. uh, Rosa is Ifrit's sister. Ifrit is not is not explicitly Jaducible's? No. No, he's not. 
Okay, he's so a Ifrit, person. Ifrit is the person who is, 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 well, he's missing according to the wiki here, but anyway. Yeah. Right. So, so Ifrit, uh, one of the figureheads, right? He, uh, he's the one they're going back and forth in emails with uh, outside of the, you know, YouTube video type um, ARG. And at some point, people get really close to the truth and they realize they're not talking to Ifrit anymore and they're not also not talking to Matt. And uh, they realize that they're talking to Rosa from Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, huh? not necessarily the actual character. It's just that not they the share the same but, name. But yeah, but a moon children, a moon child who is named after this character because a a video of that character giving hint, like a video of that character's like real dialogue from the game yeah. arranged in such a way to give a hint um, uh-huh. is essentially like brought, is it's posted on the Judusable um, uh, YouTube yeah. channel. And so it people looks... are... Go ahead. Yeah, and it's one of those things where like it looked like it was like just totally unrelated completely until like you go in and look at it and you're like, what the what? Yeah, yeah. Also, I think it has a timestamp that's like way before the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was one. It was like a, it was like a random let's play review video that he put up for no reason. Um, and I do believe in the um, description of the video, he even describes it as you get drowned in dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, there's, it, it's clear. It becomes clear that even though this video was posted long before this whole Ben drowned thing, um, people start realizing, okay, this is part of a hint. This is a clue. Um, mm. And it, it there, it, it it gets it starts to look like whatever Rosa was revealing in that video uh, got her in trouble with the cult, and she mm. dies. Um, and what happened? And I forget how they realized that, but she's very clearly cut off. Like she is not like she goes missing, and um, because the way they normally contact her, they can't. And so they try yeah. to do things with the songs, like. They try to, um, like at one point, they're able to get her to speak by using the new wave bossa nova because um, that's basically... And that gets how, them in trouble. Yeah, yeah that that's gets her to speak, but it get, it alerts them to her... Um, location. It, location, and then they she, she dies. And then uh, despite... So I'm, I'm looking at the wiki now. It says, Does disregarding advice from others, one user played the Song of Healing which most likely caused her to disappear like her brother did the night before. The Song of Time was played in order to get it to turn back time to undo their mistake. And the tags on the first video changed to, you didn't save. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. So this isn't just an ARG. This is a hard ARG. Like, it is very... Is is actually very difficult. Um, Yeah, like you... uh, And very interactive. Yeah. Like, this is definitely, like, a team exercise, and if somebody just comes in and starts doing something, they're gonna destroy everyone's work. Right. Well, and that's what, and that's exactly what happened, because it wasn't a group effort, it was just independent agents testing out whatever they thought would work. Right. Um, I think somebody even tried to play the, uh, LG of Emptiness at one point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that didn't go well. I don't re- so... So this is where I don't know as much. So Moogs, if you can tell us how this proceeded up until the end of the original ARG, because 
there's a point at the end of this where there's a span of like, I don't know, nine or eight or nine years where nothing happens until like today. Right. Yeah. So, would you say that like right now we're at like September 20th, 2010 of everything uh, yeah. that's happening? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, after Rosa stopped answering emails, having told one user she has not been able to contact Ifrit, something happened during the black. So, let's see. The the black what? The blackout. The blackout. So, let me go back to see where that was. I know, and it, it's this part is the hardest part to kind of like to catalog simply because there was so much happening. Yeah, essentially, because... essentially the story becomes a mystery and a mystery story and then a mystery story to a mystery that is actively like for us to tell you what it is what it happened next. It actually mm-hmm. is not um, the information is is not uh, fact because right. it is what we think is happening based on what we're mm-hmm. seeing. And 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 um, what we're talking about is based on what we've heard. Um, so yep. you know, the, the, again, the best way to I kind of get drill down into this is to interact with it. But essentially, um, uh, how does this like grill to? How does this sort of come to a halt? Like, did, is it because the is it because too many people tried too many things and killed off? these characters and now like no one could solve it or well uh, let me con- at least continue where I was at because sure. I was trying to find where the blackout was and I couldn't find it but maybe Navi can just find it while I'm reading this uh, so I can sure try something happened during the blackout and that something and, and, and that someone was counting down outside her door the user panicked after discussing the matter with others, a user named Mia uploaded the Song of Time. This was accepted in the time was once again reset. After the time, let's see, after the time reset, tags on Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, Rosa was changed to You Didn't Save Her. And several other yep. videos with the ta- oh, were given the tags Rosa Trapped. The tags confirmed that Rosa had been doomed, possibly due to a delay in the playing the Song of Time. And then shortly so afterward, oh, sorry. They tried a couple of other things. So they tried using items. Somebody used a fairy on screen. Yes. And uh, that which was- which uh, successfully revived a character. So apparently, M.G. Greth. Uh, took a video of Link using a fairy to save Alex, at which point a video was put up on the website that showed Alex dying to Dark Link with the game over screen and the option of yes being selected. So Greth's video of Link using a fairy was successful. So Alex I'm glad is, I'm part of this. Who is Alex? So Alex is Can y'all link me this whatever you guys are doing? I'm, Alex Alex I'm lost. is less Alex is less active on Thank the you. Moon Children forum. He's actually he is a moon he is a moon child, um, but, he but he's also like a real with, life person, right? He's the actual creator of all this. 
Uh, if it's the same Alex, then yes. Alex Hall. Yeah. Yeah, but it's you don't know well, for sure if it's exactly. quote unquote Alex Hall, but yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he he doesn't interact on the forum so much as he interacts through video responses, kind of like on YouTube. Um, uh, under a username, uh, the link missing. So I'm scrolling um, down. I'm scrolling down here, and basically up through October, more really just really complicated things that we probably don't even need to get into. Essentially, uh, involving ciphers and like clues and hunting like for the next like key, basically. Right. Yep. Uh, because there was there was one point where um, there was another character whose name was. Uh, trying to find him real quick but i think he's like further on down uh, there's a lot it yeah was, uh, yeah a lot of it isn't also like um stuff that may be uh like um i don't know how to describe this but basically like it, the only people who knew what was going on were the people actively digging actively yeah, yeah like after. active participants um but to kind of give you a better idea of who alex was alex kind of became central uh as a person as a character who interacted with players in the game because he was a moon child who had seemingly defected um and was intent on exposing the cult secrets so that's part of the reason why he became central to interaction with the players is because he was on their side if that makes sense like he was an inside informant almost who was looking to um expose the cult's plans right in a sense it was like he was the surrogate player everybody was in a sense controlling him uh so kind of so, in, in in essence, um, this goes through 2010. This whole Moon Children thing goes yes. through 2010. Mm-hmm. And then in in 2011, early in 2011, in February, a new arc begins called the Hubris Arc. Which yep. is, I think, uh, which, which is where it ended and went on hiatus in July of that year. Um, yep. Uh, hubris! Yes. So, ending essentially... With, uh... Go ahead. Ending with uh, a quite a few members being trapped within something called the what Wayward Horizon, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, um, certain things that people were accessing with passwords stopped working. Things got things were basically they were like chasing whoever was giving the clues, and um, yeah. Like this is really this is really really hard to describe. Um, yeah, and also like I would say read the wiki, but also don't because it's just it will make it more confusing. Um, but I think I think what's going to happen is um, because I, I around the time that this stops happening, um, it almost the, somebody get accuses somebody of like basically game jacking so like right whatever the over overarching plan that the creator of the game had uh, might have been like usurped or something um yeah and i don't i don't know if that's true or not but 
it clearly gets bigger than um, so, like some of the people running it can handle. And actually, I yeah. think because of fun, they, they said funding was part of the reason why they could didn't have time to keep working on it. But right. um, it get there was there were some Q and A sessions, um, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of a lot of which were like people were like we don't accept this like because um, you know it's not coming from like directly from the source. So like right. we, we think this is also part of the game and a clue and. Um, if if anything, I could see why that would also lead to it. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, so um, that I feel like that kind of like ties up how the uh, Moon Children arc kind of yeah. is, and, and it, really the Hubert's arc, which is sort of a similar thing, right? Because the Hubert's arc had to do with something somebody called Ryukaki, who was a uh, deviant artist or a deviant art. Uh, like artist user yeah. and uh there ha- i saw a couple of his videos back in the day where mm-hmm. uh he was being chased i think by either moon children or ben himself into the forest and was trying to get away from them and yeah I he was believe- actively being hunted i believe he did not get away and he is now considered dead oh yeah. uh, in the in the wayward horizon or whatever that is right there's also some, like, a, limbo. There's some kind of like software that you I'm when you go to Hubris Arc on the wiki, you actually see like a like a th- like a, a screenshot from what appears to be like a game, like a, like a second watch mm-hmm. looking thing. Yeah. Um. It. it so you know th- this goes some places that are like why well, like man we we like some weird shit here but like this is almost above our pay grade some in some ways I it's, think it's if we were to even talk coherently about if we were to talk about this entire thing in its entirety we would have like a 24-hour podcast and i don't think i could do that and i don't yeah. think, we, and yeah, I think, I don't think anyone would, can do that we would also probably um have to Go insane take back a bunch of the things we would say because past like the middle of the uh uh what is it the the moon children arc there's a there's a marker there on the wiki that says everything from here on down is a considered non-canon considered ambiguously canon right because it because it's still under debate or revision Uh Um, yeah which i think is the whole ryukaki arc yeah so now that we're sort of at the end of like explaining what this is which is the main goal of a a wiki mill yeah mm-hmm. I, I do want to kind of get to the meaning here and i want um i want some of you who are more familiar with this to kind of talk about the cultural impact here and like why should people have listened to this episode and cared about this <laughs> and also <laughs> and finally i want to know um what uh what you think um like, uh, where is this? Like, going? if somebody if somebody wants to get in on this, if somebody wants is actually interested in this, um, like, where do they start? Like, what what? So, like, how do they even start to unravel what's happening here? Or do you just have to be an ARG person? So, I honestly think it just depends on like um, if you can. I would say to get caught up on everything first, be at least to like watch these videos that are that we talked about or maybe even eat maybe even go up and look at like the deducible wiki 
just to kind of get like a grasp on everything that's what's going on. And mm-hmm. then as of right now, there's actually a discord you can join to join in on the final arc, the awakening arc. What? So there are even videos of the final arc on Traducible's YouTube page, which I've caught up on. I don't know about you guys, though. I haven't yet. I've only seen day 21 of, I think it's called Methods of Revolution. Yep. Uh, so much. As of, to, right, uh... as of right now, this has been happening since March 17th of this year, and it's still going on right now. Why am I only hearing it about now, though? <laughs> Because honestly, I didn't think this would ever be, like, picked back up. No! I I honestly didn't think there was going to be, like, a whole story arc, so that's why I stopped on the first arc. Right. I I only heard of the video. That's it. The the, the first thing. Like, the actual gameplay of it. Like, I didn't know there was more than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, There's a whole lot more. It's, it's one of those things where, like, depending on your age, when this came out, this was probably not something that was on your radar. Uh, it's, right. it, it, it's, it's very much tied to the time that it came out because... It, I mean, it was around the time YouTube was just starting. and That's true. It's like, a, like uh, message boards were still a thing because uh, mm-hmm. there wasn't anything like Discord... Well, maybe there was like TeamSpeak or something else, but not nothing like what we have today. Like the only way you could talk with people like back then was through like message boards, texting, or, or um, yeah, or like chat uh, chat programs. Services, like I'm IRC. sure those. Yeah. Wow. I mean, MSN would have still been a thing in 2010. Uh, oh my god. Also, probably also AOL Instant Messenger. Oh yeah. my god. MySpace. Uh, maybe? Not so much by that point. Yeah, and I think uh, Facebook was still locked to college students only at the time. Mm. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. And now Um, it's a big thing. But, uh, so... As of right now, the ARG is still happening, and if you want to get involved, you actually can. Yeah, I mean, you're... Uh. There are ways to get involved. I mean, you can watch the videos. Um, like Moog said, you can follow the Discord. Um, I don't know if there are any associated websites for right now. It looks like there is. It's methodsofrevolution.com. Ooh, fascinating. I'm scared. Um, so, yeah, it's really up in the air as as of right now. It's, it's, it's all happening in the moment. Um, oh, yeah. Like it's still it does, as we speak. Uh-huh. It's uh very interesting. Uh the synopsis that I'm getting so far is that the awakening centers around some kind of unnamed societal collapse that took place in twenty eighteen. And we're just going from there. Yep. And apparently it's a it's like an alternate universe. And uh, I was about to say, I don't remember the Great Collapse of 2018. That's what's <laughs> happening now. But anyway. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay, but I mean, in the greater scheme of things, it being an alternate reality makes total sense because that's exactly what Termina was. Um, mm, wow. Yeah. A parallel. Yes. So, so uh, it makes sense. The, the- um, I also want to. I also want to point out something very interesting. 
Um, yeah. We have a character named Jadis and a character named Abel. And mm-hmm. if you put those names together, you get Jaduzable. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I figured that wow. out. Um, well, yeah, and by the looks of things from what I've seen in the latest videos, like, well, actually, I don't want to spoil it for Moose. I'll save that to myself. All right. Yeah, I think it's a little too early to be getting into uh, what's going on now, unless yeah. we really want to sit down and try and, like, get some in-depth analysis going on. Um, I would say for people who want to get caught up but don't really know where to start, uh, go on YouTube do like a Ben Drowned analysis video. I'm sure there's tons of them you can look up. Uh, I've already suggested Nexpo and Nightmine more than once in this podcast, but definitely that would probably be the easiest way for you to get caught up on a general sense of what's happened to this point because they do a really good job of making a concise timeline. Because you can tell just from listening to us try to explain it, it's all over the place. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, oh, it yeah. is I tried it's so that, hard to keep track of. It really is. So, uh, Moogs, why don't, so, like, uh, like, how, like, like, it's, it's, it's hard to, to understate, like, how big of a deal this has been, but in ways that I don't think are, like, discussed in channels that aren't, like, actively aware of it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like, how do you think this has influenced, like, the horror genre, for instance? Because moving forward, um, you know, I think in 10 years, we're going to see a new genre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be called Zoomer horror and it's going <laughs> to and it's going to incorporate things like this that would not be taken seriously cur- at the current moment because I don't right. think I just don't think people know about it. Right. Um I just I'm not sure how like well it could like translate to say like a movie mm-hmm. because I feel like it at if anything, it would probably just like a, be a horror take on the new Jumanji ser- series. You know how they like warped into the game. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, though, it's not it's not particularly traducible being warped into the world of uh, of Majora's Mask. It's about like a corrupted copy of a video game, sort of corrupting the outside world. So it's it's a it's it's a very classic case of ghost in the machine. Exactly. Like um, it's like poltergeist except with video games. <laughs> Everyone I you know a a movie like that would be made today cuz I mean like there's been I forgot the name of the horror movie but it was just all of them on like Skype. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I heard that was yeah. pretty bad. It was. Yeah, yeah. apparently. But, um, but you I, know that was like that was a new thing. Right. So, so I would. I think the I genre expect... is technically called lost media. Ah, yeah, lost, lost videos. media. Um, interesting. Yeah. So so I don't know. I think that um, like I think that while a lot of this stuff, at least the derivatives of this kind of thing, um, are kind of cheesy and generally not very good. Um, I feel like this one was very well done. Yeah, it sort of broke the mold, right? And if you and think about it, it's, it's, I guess in a way it still holds up to this day. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, uh, going on till this day. Well, here's the thing. Um, by standards now, it would probably look not as convincing. But in 2010, when it originally started, um, 
I don't think mod, like video game modding or anything like that, I don't think it was as readily accessible to yeah. just about just everybody right. who could get their hands on it. So like the fact that he was able to take that video game footage and manipulate it to kind of supplement the um, the written logs is yeah. kind of like, see, I'm not joshing you. This is actually happening. I think that's what really drew a lot of people in, and that's sort of where it started taking that turn into ARG as opposed to just a straight up creepy pasta. Right. But I mean, and this is a this, this is a balance to be struck, right? Because mm-hmm. the 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 there's the creepy pasta side of things where it's entertaining as a story, and the videos really enhance it. But uh, creepy pasta as a genre is sort of um, it's sort of it's. It's passive. It's yeah. passive. It's also it's, it, and it's also saturated, right? I feel like much so. I feel like too at the same time that like I feel like this transcends creepy pasta because it's at a point now where people are actually playing along and deciding what happens. Well, yeah, it started off as a creepy pasta and yeah. transitioned to ARG. Like I couldn't consider it a creepy pasta anymore. No. Like when it first started, it definitely was because it was just a media to be observed by the reader or the viewer. It was just something to be absorbed, but now it's actually something that's active and people are participating in it. Mm -hmm. What I'm most intrigued by, and I wonder, and maybe this, maybe they encountered this in 2012 when they stopped, but, but I look looking forward. I wonder how, um, cause you know, the people who are involved with this as an ARG, were, I'm mm-hmm. sure they were involved with it when it was a creepypasta, but I don't think creepypasta yeah. people are involved with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think people who enjoy reading creepypastas necessarily enjoy playing ARGs. I like the idea of ARGs, but I don't think I would survive uh, as a participant in one. Yeah, no, the ARGs can be really, really time consuming, and sometimes the payoff is not that great. Mm. Um, but I that's what happens. <laughs> I guess I've if my existence pinged upon an ARG. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh my but god. but but you know I I'm not I'm not I'm not Jada Sable I'm not I hope I'm not Ben um, but like I think I think um, it'll be interesting to see them if they now that they're back and like actively planning to like resume this thing whether it stays a thing that is like this inscrutable ARG or if it tries to like bridge the gap a bit more because um, it would help probably if more people knew it was happening like because I'm sure people who know the memes are like oh Ben is back but like I don't know that once they start reading about what just came out that they're gonna like be able to follow it because I mean we were we knew about it and we couldn't follow it just now (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was, it's, it's one of those things where, like, once you really start thinking, it's, it's one of those things where it makes so much more sense if you're experiencing it as it's happening, trying to go back and recount it is, like, a completely different thing. Yeah, I, I would enjoy, uh, I would enjoy, you know, and this is why I brought it up as, like, as, like, a horror movie example, because, I would enjoy observing something like this and not participating because exactly that's kind of what makes a mystery fun is like seeing other people try to like solve it. But like when it's so complicated that you actually have to be there solving it to keep up, 
Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't. Want, I also don't want to take that away from the participants. Like, I don't sure. want them to dumb it down because they yeah, no, they shouldn't. But but also, like, I I don't know if this will even make waves because I don't know that the Moon Children arc made any sense to anybody past or present, like who wasn't doing it. You know. Right. Yeah, uh, and that's a that's a great point. Um, that it's definitely a big risk. I think. Um, I mean, there's no there's no denying how big of an impact this had on other stories that followed it. Because how many haunted cartridge dupes can you name that came after this post? M- way too many. Um, and that's more of like a fan fiction community type of response, where mm-hmm. it, you know, like something cool was done, and then everybody was like, "Damn, I want to try that too." And you know, that's sort of fun. Um, I think other. I think other forms of media have tried it, right? Like, like, like going way Possibly. back before, way back before this, ad campaigns have done it, and to not mm-hmm. great effect. But, yeah. um, but like, you know, podcasts have done this. Um, mm-hmm. like, uh, TV shows have probably done. I Most think, likely. I think it's better to do it with a video game. Not just, I'm not just saying that because I like video games. I think that, like. I think that putting together some audio logs and dropping them in a, in a podcast feed, um, like I'm not against that, but also yeah. like the impact that that has on me is similar to playing an escape room. Whereas distributing a ROM that has a weird name and doesn't have an explanation or instructions and is creepy and, and interesting. And it's just there to be encountered and like studied that mm-hmm. is really compelling because also everybody can play it. Everybody can like, like, like I'm not saying they have to take it literally into a game but like it maps well onto games because games are participatory by nature. Mm-hmm. And in, in, some yeah. way, in some ways this is what the end of Undertale became. Um, yeah. It, if, you, if you remember the months following Undertale's release when it was the biggest thing in the world um if you are like going the extra mile and trying to find all of the hidden things in Undertale, like the Easter eggs, um, some of what you encounter basically like pushes you into an air. Um, and it actually progressed like with updates to the game until uh-huh. it's like a mini ARG. It wasn't like a full one, but like it got to the point where one like some of the hints and things got removed by Toby Fox. Because he had basically stated, like, you have reached, I've told you all I'm going to tell you at this point. And, mm-hmm. and, like, that was, I mean, was- a game that was already breaking the genre, like, was already, like, metafictionally, like, really good. Oh, yeah. Messing with the genre. For it to have that angle, I think that was really compelling, especially for the young fans who, like, you know, have uh-huh. kind of glommed onto it. And it was you know, really I know, interesting. I know people- people like say it's oh it's so cringe but like i don't know i think that the reason it's one of the reasons it's popular you know among other great reasons is because it has that kind of uh fan base that is willing to like engage with it on that level and make Mm -hmm. it things that it wasn't wasn't when it started and um for 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 other things and for this for for ben drowned i want to know like how are people going to respond to that in 2020? Like, what is the, like, where does that go? Where does it end? Where does it end? Does it, 
you know, uh, I'm I'm interested in like hearing even what like the the creator thinks. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. what is it mean? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like, it's 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 a risk, like coming back after so long. Um, when Wonder- most of the platforms that you used for the original ARG have changed so dramatically. Um, you can't post response YouTube videos anymore. Yeah, no, that hasn't been a thing for way, for so many years. I can't even remember when they took it away. Um, but you should be able to post like unlisted, uh, YouTube you videos, can. say like, uh, the, like the game's discord and it could still have the same effect. Yeah, That's you can. Like, if you, and... if you know a little thing called a heist with Markiplier, it does that. Yeah, yeah. Is Other ARGs have done that, too. Um, uh, the heist with Markiplier, basically, it's a pick-your-own-choose-your-own-adventure uh, through YouTube oh, okay. videos. It's really interesting. It's, uh, wouldn't... Yeah, watch it. It's really good. But, I, um, I'm yeah, fascinated other... by this. Other ARGs have definitely done the same thing with unlisted videos. Um, they do that all the time, leaving codes in photos and other places it, Hell, it's it's even gunner did that for a while yeah yeah um but it's just interesting to kind of see where this particular arc is going to go if it's going to like i'm really i'm really curious to see if this is going to be like a continuation from the moon children arc or if certain events that happened before the hiatus completely obliterated that second arc and this is something completely new like is all of the moon children going to be retconned in order for this awakening arc to happen or what right i I just want to know like how is that going to be presentable like how are we going to be able to watch this like if i'm interested in this now how am i going to be able to follow it well i mean aside from the videos that are on deducible's uh youtube channel it probably through the discord yeah or you have to or you have to wait for someone to come out with an analysis video on youtube because there are people who that's what they do they Mm. sit there and they compile information about args up until the current point and they put that out there for people to kind of like ingest all at once if that makes sense damn i'm telling you go look at nightmind he's got plenty I I'm a uh, I I think I think we have a I think we have a really interesting topic here that we're probably going to return to in some shape or form because oh yeah whether or not um whether or not the ARG continues as a thing that is accessible or whether or not um like more stuff like this starts happening because I just feel like it might I, in the last couple of years the number of things that are ARGs that I've un- I didn't realize were ARGs when I first I- encountered them. Oh yeah, it's increasing. Um, I I don't know a lot about the history of the the format, but like, um, um I go ahead. I I remember uh an ARG spawning from another video game, but it was actually made by the developers of the game. Um, Which one? Oh yeah, That's trials been done before trials fusion. I believe it was the one. It was one of the trials games, which you know the motorcycle games where you're like right. you're, you're, uh They left clues in the games, and that led to somewhere, but I can't remember which one it was. Um, let me look it up. Uh, ARG. Yes. 
That kind of thing is very fascinating. I oh, like it. Trials Evolution. Insane century-spanning ARG scavenger hunt. What? I don't know, but it, that's a thing. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do, do, do any of you have anything else you wanted to talk about with relation to this? Um, mm-hmm. I see. I didn't know about this until like 2013. Because, um, <laughs> well, I mean, like back in 2010, I don't think I even had a computer. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's uh, still pretty topical. Yeah. Uh, PBG made a video on it. Pinata Gamer, he made a video on it seven years ago. And it was oh, yeah, my first there's exposure. so many. Yeah. yeah. He also showed how it was possible to making that stuff. How it was able to be... How you were able to make stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. It was, it's an interesting video. Go watch, you know, seven years ago. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so old. Um, I'm just Moves. kind of... Curious oh, to see where it'll go. Me too. Yeah, um, same I'm here. I'm kind of tempted to join the Discord and. You'll have to let us know how that goes if you do. You can be uh, the willing sacrifice. The willing sacrifice. <laughs> you can I don't want like, like an undercover report. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, that would be, be really cool. Um, but yeah, I I'm just kind of curious to see where it'll go. I want to see how it's going to tie into the previous arcs, if at all. Or if it's going to be like an entire retcon um, and start somewhere fresh. Although I don't see why that would be a thing. It, it ha- almost can't, right? Yeah. It, I feel like it can't simply because of how... Like everyone's how already well- thinking about uh, the previous clues. Yeah, and like... And this is one of the things that we probably should have mentioned more when we were talking about it. But in case you're not aware of what Ascension quote-unquote was... We did kind of mention that it was supposed to be like a ritual sacrifice, like either being sacrificed or sacrificing yourself through certain methods. So it was basically death, but yeah. through their belief, it was that you would, once you ascended, you would come back. But I don't think it's necessarily specified. I think when you ascend, you're in, you become a digital being. Right? You, you're, yeah, exactly. Like you're your spirit. In the game. Your, your, yeah. Their belief is that your spirit, um, basically transcends and kind of becomes data, and you are you, a part of the, they're part of the digital mainframe. Basically, so you're so digivolves. Get it? I got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's that's one that's like that's so central to the plot of everything. Like, if you consider that, and you go back to the original, like creepy pasta and. Well, yeah. It's um, an isekai. <laughs> well, if you think about it, the whole cartridge itself with this boy <laughs> on it. Oh my god, Majora's Mask. Ben Drowned is an isekai? Is this yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh. I'm, missing, I'm, I'm missing whatever the heck that means, but... Oh, you don't know what isekai is? is? It's, it's that genre of anime where, like, a guy is crossing the street and then he sees, like, a dog or, or a dog about to get hit by a car and he jumps in front of the car to push it out of the way and then the car oh, hits okay. him and he dies and he wakes up and the dog is there but the dog is now a giant big booby anime lady who's a goddess and she's like, thank you for saving me. Your selfless um, ass, you will be reborn in this fantasy RPG world where um, you're, like, an overpowered hero and then you'll be surrounded by, like, a harem of anime girls oh, and okay, you'll I be see. so cool and no one will question your bad personality. The, uh... and- 
Oh man, what a beautiful day today! I bet nothing will go wrong! Oh man, look, there's a kid playing out in the street! Oh, there's a car coming! I better save him! God, I'm dying. Maybe I'll be transported to one of those worlds that I've seen in my Japanese animes. Uh... He's dead. Yeah, that's... anime out right now that I can think of that okay. really is that. I, is I, the, I, uh, I don't. Time I turned I into don't a slime. Necessarily, I don't. I do not necessarily think that's where this was going. I. No, we were, I we was joking. joking. We were yeah. absolutely joking. Uh, but like <laughs> going back, like once once you kind of get the information from the Moon Children arc, and you kind of like retroactively apply it to the haunted cartridge platform, it makes so much sense because it is confirmed that Ben was a Moon Child who ascended via drowning. Um, so this cartridge is almost like a recruitment tool, Ooh, like shit. the whole. Like, the whole thing leads the player as a whole. Like, the player's participating, and up until that point, that's what led them to the Moon Children cult website in the first place. I wonder, so it's almost, it's almost I like a recruitment like, tool in a way. People who succeeded up, in a, up to a certain point were, like, brought on. Who knows, honestly. Like, People who got close enough to the truth, like, won the game and then became part of the committee. I oh. mean, there was on the website, you could um, contact them and see about getting, in, in like, indoctrinated into the cult. So who knows? Um, oh we don't even know. We don't even know how many people were actually, like, involved in the original one. It could have been, a like, a five-man job. Like, could, could maybe be, less. Could have been one dude. This is how we talked about Siva Gunner in the early days of it, where we were like, mm -hmm. how is he putting up so many things? And then we were like, it has exactly. to be more than one person. And then when it came out that it was like well over 100 people mm -hmm. and counting, it was, oh, shit. How are they? Exactly. I always thought Siva Gunner was a cult. <laughs> it is. Also, <laughs> there. Mm, mm, mm. We could so have a Siva Gunner podcast sometime, but anyway. Ooh. Yeah, that, that'll be a discussion for another time. So, I mean... It's interesting to think that that's the premise that we were left with. Um, and that's kind of the premise that we were also left with when we got to the hubris arc where these um, dead and like half revived members were stuck within some weird like limbo, which I'm assuming was like a digital limbo. Mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah. So it's like, and that's the part, if correct me if I'm wrong, shiny, that's kind of like, dubious at best in terms of being canon i think so i mean again okay. i was sort of skimming because it, it all blended together when i like at the yeah. point of I, I honestly the way i would say it the way i would best uh, if, if you want to know as much as you can watch that yeah. um that video by uh, what's his name i just watched this morning ne next po next po next mm -hmm. po's video on it um, other resources I want to run down just about this subject. If you're interested in any corner of this, um, mm -hmm. uh, obviously the original YouTube channel, which I guess is is still Jaducible, is up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's then, still being updated with everything new. 
Excellent. Um, uh, other ones to check out uh, regarding this. Uh, Peanut Butter Gamer did a video on it, according to Dark. Um, yeah, yeah, he did. I don't know if ago. that's still exhaustive, because that was seven years ago. When maybe it, was, it, it was only about the video itself. Oh, okay, about uh, the video series. Yeah, it um, wasn't. It wasn't about like the other it, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can obviously go to the. You can go to. Uh, you shouldn't have done that. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's archived, so you can look back through all of the content that wait, was wasn't listed it on net? there. Dot net. Yep. Um, yeah. There is also Wayback Machine data that you can look at for certain details. Um, Absolutely. An, another uh, other like things. If this int- if you liked this, if this, this is an interesting subject to you, and you want to go further, um, uh, there is a wonderful podcast called uh, Bed Bath and Bionicle, which <laughs> has actually ended. Um, uh, the first fifty episodes are basically a wiki mill hut about Bionicle, <laughs> and it's amazing and hilarious. Um, <laughs> With the conceit being the conceit being that one one host knows some enough to like get it, but is reading the wiki and they're both like, I can't believe how stupid Bionicle is. And the other one is waking up, trying to get ready for work and being like pelted with facts about Bionicle, which is sort of part mm-hmm. of the joke. Um, but after the fiftieth episode it becomes an ARG, like it just morphs into this other oh, thing. Wow. Um, yeah, and I, I like like the Ben Drown thing. The ARG component um, is not completely visible to somebody who's only listening to the podcast because there was a review episode they did about the ARG um, uh, that uh, revealed like details I did not realize were going on. Like between every episode, there were ciphers and things influencing oh, yeah, what yeah, was yeah. going to happen in the next episode. Um, so they really were not just flying by the seat of their pants, but by others, other people's pants. Um, yeah. And they they themselves are on a uh, a network, a podcast network, with another podcast called Argonauts, A-R-G. Oh. Ah! And they, their, whole, their whole thing is talking about and reviewing um, ARGs, and they did an episode Perfect. for their own ARG. I'm assuming they've done one for Ben Drown. I would be, I would love to hear about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, another another thing, um, Navi just posted here is uh, Ben drowned the full story in ARG by Nightmind, which is another primer uh, type video. Yes. Um, I love all of his. Uh, for the record, Nightmind is the channel. Uh, the actual host goes by Nick Nocturne. Oh, okay. And wasn't he involved with um, the 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 uh, Nexpo video too? Uh, Nick, no, he was not, but they do kind of, um, they do kind of, uh, converse. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, I wouldn't necessarily, they're colleagues, I guess you could say. Um, okay. so they do kind of like converse on certain topics, but, um, all of Nick Nocturne's, uh, in-depth, like, reviews, well, I wouldn't call them reviews, but like explanations of ARGs are very, very well done and like, Really, really good. Plus, the dude has a voice as smooth as butter. So it's a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win. Like, and you you have one too, right? You have a you you have a um a video maker who did a right. Yeah, this I believe just posted. I yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think this one's a what a more legitimate reading of the story. Oh, this is specifically about the 
the haunted cartridge arc. Yeah, I think. Uh, and that's okay, Mister Creepy. In fact, yeah, yeah, I Mr. think. Creepy in fact, Boston. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch Night Mind's video on it because I need to get caught up. I might join Same. you afterwards. Same. Um. Uh. For me, we'll have a group watch party. Um. Mm. Probably not. The, I don't know. I'm suggesting that in the ceiling since last night. Oh, okay. Um. Well. Uh. Let's see. Does anybody else have anything else they want to talk about? Um, I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. Do you want to talk about the cultural influence it had? Um. I mean, it's it's one of the first like famous creepypastas out there. Like, yeah, I, I mean, think it's it, one of the first to go viral. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. is. It, it, it also not just as like a creepypasta, but also like a sort of like a meme. Yeah, yeah I see that. Yeah, it has kind uh, of like a, a Ouija like quality when it shows up in other videos. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, not a, not I, Ouija with an O, Ouija with a W. <laughs> oh um, God. <laughs> I think it's probably one of the longest living creepypastas that's kind of held up aside from uh, Slenderman, which mm-hmm. funnily enough kind of spawned its own I don't I don't know if you can necessarily call it an ARG. It might be more of a case of unfiction, but the whole Marble Hornets thing was based off of Slenderman. So, mm-hmm. and there didn't you go. Slenderman also kind of get cut short because there was like a real world like a murder that happened. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. like, it wasn't a murder. It was, it, was an, it was an attempted murder. Oh, no, yeah. It was yeah. They, no, they actually, there was a murder. Like, there were two kids that killed one of their friends killed- as a, a sacrifice. Oh, no, I thought the friend survived and that, but still traumatized to this day from what happened. No, I'm pretty sure. She, I'm pretty sure she died. I, I don't want to look she lived because that... I know my one of my friends, Yunama, t- sometimes tells that tells about that. I don't want to look it up. So yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I guess what I'm saying is, um, in terms of cultural impact, it seems like creepy pastas, like first of all, very popular with kids. Not sure why, but they are. Yeah. Um, second. Um, there is it's popular with everybody. It just depends on the execution. Because right, honestly, how- like when it first came around, I was in college, and like a bunch of my friends were into it too. Right, because it was like a new thing. It hadn't ha- yeah. didn't have a fandom. It's a new yet. thing. Pasta yeah. wasn't a fandom. Um, but then um, also, I think there's sort of an ethical component too when you when you combine something like that with an ARG. Um, I don't know. Um, is is it? Does it run? Some, it clearly runs some kind of risk if the Slenderman thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yeah, don't like, want to say people like, shouldn't do it, but I, I guess, I guess part I of mean, doing it uh, in a way that works is um, yeah, not letting. Well, it I mean, if you, um, yeah, I mean, if you go to the bottom of the Wikipedia page for Ben Drowned, it actually does cover um, an interview, I guess, with the original creator, a creator Alex Hall. Um, discussing a 12-year-old girl who had recently committed suicide and was cited as having been catfished by a user embodying the Ben persona from the Ben Brown oh. story. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so, I mean, that kind of So, that, that kind so of that's really happens. my concern, right? Is because I don't want to be like, oh, creepypastas are cringe, therefore they're, they're bad. Yeah. Um, my my, like my actual... Some of them are really good, like this one. My actual problem with them is not that they are quote unquote cringe, but because they are, um, because they are so popular with like kids, um, they are rife with 
you know, uh, like avenues for exploitation. I think that, yeah. I think like if, if anything, the two stories that we've just told you, two anecdotal stories, mind you, um, uh, you know, show that like there's, there is some, uh, I don't know, there's some vulnerabilities there. Like, right. Like you always have to, you always have to think about this with, with stuff that kids are into like Fortnite or all that stuff mm -hmm. that people look down on. Like they're, like it, it's easy to just dismiss it, um, but like th- there are these are things that like um, we should engage with because simp- I would say because of the um, like if like if you leave something alone, like because like if a lot of people leave something alone because it, it they deem it as like uh, sort of like childish, um, that isn't going to keep children from engaging with it like mm-hmm. in a big way right and likewise it's not going to deter if anything it's going to probably encourage uh predators and and i i guess that's a yeah. weird angle for me to be taking about this but like mm-hmm. it is a thing that i've weirdly heard a little more than i would care to about um you know not just creepy pastas but just like things like it like the kind mm-hmm. of the kind of vibe i got from watching the Five Nights at Freddy's fandom grow. Like, oh, that one yeah. Was, um, yeah, don't let the don't let the fan base speak for like the entirety of the creepypasta. No, no, right. Again, that's not what I'm. I'm not saying that it's they, that they as fans are the problem. What I'm saying is that our sort of dismissal of them as like, oh, that's just a, they're, they're a bunch of kids. Um, I think that that sort of has an not isolating, but it makes them, it, it means that there's fewer of us like, engaging with it enough that like people would know when something bad was happening. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I get, I get this. These are not well-organized uh, thoughts, but, but yeah. part of me, part of me wonders. I, I get what you're saying though. Yeah. Like if there's, if there's not, if there's not like well-meaning, like, older fans participating in a fandom there's no one to really like look out for younger fan bases like people in the fan bases who are participating in the community who wouldn't Mm -hmm. know any better if someone was trying to like manipulate them or groom them or anything like that they Mm -hmm. they can't recognize the red flags like someone older could so in a way by inherently saying something's like "Ooh, it's too kitty for me i'm not Right. Or like you know, being dissuaded from it because it's being "quote unquote" kitty. Um, and it's, it's it's a tough one though because it's like its own risk. It, it, it's kind yeah. of um, oh, what's the word I was gonna say? Um, a double edged sword. Like like the sti- like the stigma of of a thing, um, leading to that. There's also like the angle of, um, you don't want to appear to be like paternalistic yeah. toward the fans of something. Yeah. Um. And you don't want to, like, make them feel like, you know, they need you around or whatever. Like, that's really a bad way to uh, engage with something, especially as oh, an yeah, like, fan of the thing. Like, I don't ever want to be of? like the Zelda fans. Yeah. Like, these kids don't know shit because all they like, they grew up with Twilight Princess. Um, yeah. No, that makes sense. But, but, al- but also, like, at the same time, like, I really, um, I would hate it if uh, people abandoned uh, a game... Uh, that only kids liked and then something happened and no one could navigate it quick enough because, I don't know, I guess I'm jumping to conclusions. 
But well, I mean, but you know, it's it's, it's a fair concern. It's it's just mm-hmm. something to think about. Anyway, we've gone long enough. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we we did. We some of us have got to go. I got to crank yeah. up. Yeah. This Our, is a this is a pretty long discussion, especially oh. for a well known story like this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. This is yeah. a this is a down the rabbit hole kind of deal. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Not only is it a down the rabbit hole, it's like for some of us, it's also like a trip down memory lane deal too. Ha uh-huh. yeah. ha. Oh yeah. It's just yeah. so weird that something that was so uh what's the word formative for like yeah and for like for like so many people who were maybe just starting to get into the internet around that age or like discovering that kind of freedom mm-hmm. um and then all of a sudden it's coming back it's really yeah. it's really weird and i'm like i'm excited to see where it goes but i'm also vaguely concerned that because of how much things have changed since then that it might never get off the ground or it might just crash and burn but we'll just have to see yeah i mean it's been going on since march so only time will tell and who knows maybe we might talk about it around halloween time depending on how much has happened yeah yeah Uh, yeah, i mean if we ourselves haven't um parrot yeah yeah because to be honest who's to say ben isn't watching us right now Man, maybe uh, like especially in this now. especially in this desolate waste. Mm. I don't he could be know anywhere. If, like I don't know if I want him to cross over. Um, not <laughs> that I can stop him, frankly. Right. Um, but also not going to tempt fate, Blue. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you never know. It's like fate may end up coming to us. But who knows? Like he might not. He might think we're all just a bunch of losers anyway. <laughs> oh come on, we're, we're beneath. Him, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah he's got better. He's got big. He's got bigger fish to fry. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of of fi- fish, fish. There's, there's no segue segue here whatsoever. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> um, I will take the L on that. Also, womp, womp. Womp, womp. we have the content we need for this week. Yes, we have. Which, which is good news. The bad news is we are one episode closer to being locked out of the admin panel forever. Uh, you, gotta get, you gotta get on that, man. Like, So, it's a ten-word password and I need it. I need it as soon as you can get it. So, if you get it, if you know what it is, come to our Discord. Discord uh, is, um, go to our website destinatero.com and click chat. Or if you want to email it to me, um, I have the, uh, the admin email, which is nova.alamac at gmail.com um, I can get into that. That yeah. hasn't changed. Yeah. Good. How do you have the password for that? By the way. I mean, it's my. It's 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 my email address. <laughs> um, I'm I don't sure know. that you I don't probably think that's just... true, but I just my the words came out of my mouth. Um, yeah. I'm sure you're... that you probably just misplaced. I'm sure you just probably just misplaced like the piece of paper you left the uh, password on, but. I don't know. It's weird. I can remember the password to Nova's email, but but I can't remember the password to like control spinning Nintendo hmm. Music Radio. That's really well, strange. Weirder things have happened. I mean, look at we're sitting in a neon wasteland. Um, what are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh. 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 Uh, smoke weed and collect power moons. I won! 
Um, <laughs> sounds, um, like, sounds like a good plan. So, yeah. so uh, I, I, who are you people? <laughs> who are you? Yeah. I don't know anymore. Right. I meant I meant say your names. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm Blue <Yeah>. Minora. <laughs> and we've met with a terrible face, haven't we? Oh no. Ooh. Ooh. I'm Navi Fay and we probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, I'm Mega Man 36. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to say Rip and Tear, but you were like, I don't know, though. <laughs> Rip and Tear until it is done, quest. I'm Darkling22 and I'm drowning in sails! Oh! 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 (laughs) Are you ready for a miracle? (laughs) Is is the Steam sale happening? What? Oh, Um, the eShop is happening right now. Thousands of games! Paper Mario, thousands of games. Um, I'm Shiny Vacation. Uh, smash the patriarchy, smash the binary, smash the police, uh, smash capitalism, uh, Black Lives Just Matter. Smash everything. And um, smash me. Smash dark, uh, slide into the end. <laughs> Please, I missed um, before. <laughs> Um, do not smash the windmill hut. It is already mostly smashed. Please figure out what my ten word password is so I can access the admin panel of the stream. Ten letter, ten ten letter, ten word. Yeah, ten you said ten, ten letter. Word. Oh my god, it's ten letter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ten words, it would have been even worse just... if it was ten words. We would have had to come up with like an entire paragraph. Yeah, we, we just like pack it up and just leave. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, if you are name is, if your name is Vorpal Skiavona, please come home. We miss you. Um, Turn on your location. Sean, your location, where you at? Um, also, we just want to talk. Yeah, we do. We really, we just want to talk. We just want to know. We just want to know you're safe. And um, finally, we'll yes. see you next week. Oh, not next yeah. week. No, not we'll next see week. you whenever we get around to it. We'll see <laughs> you next time on another episode of the Windmill Hut. Let's crank that bad boy music box up. <laughs>